tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. That's right, we're here today. We're talking about all your favorite superhero shows out there in the TV land. Isn't that right, Daniel? Yes, and I actually like that, TV land. (laughs) But that's better. I mean, it's already a channel, so we can't really use it too much, but yeah. (laughs) That is true. Um, So... uh, uh, like like usual, we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh, some of the some of the news that happened over the week uh, in the TV shows that we like to talk about. I think um, one of the big ones that I wanted to talk about was they have cast two of the members of Doom Patrol for the Doom Patrol episode of Teen Titans or just Titans, the show, the live action Titans show that they're gonna be streaming or that's gonna be on the DC streaming channel whenever that starts up. Now we have uh, the chief, or yeah, Doctor Niles Calder is going to be played by Bruno Bakir. Um, I couldn't tell you of anything that else that he's been in that I've seen. Uh, they are obviously going with a different race for him, which is fine. And they've also cast Elastigirl, not the Elastigirl from Incredibles. But last girl from actual Doom Patrol, the one I, which would have been there first, uh, her name is Rita Farr, and the actress's name is April Bowlby. Uh, I guess she was on Drop Dead Divas, which is not a show I've ever watched. But uh, yeah, two two important members of the Doom Patrol, which, if I remember correctly from my Teen Titans cartoon, I want to say Rita mm-hmm. uh, Elastigirl. Uh, is kind of the one that like pretty much raised Beast Boy after yeah. his parents died. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, do you think this is just gonna be like a back uh, backstory to Beast Boy? Because I mean, you know, Doom Patrol. He was part of the Doom Patrol before he joined the Titans. So I, I think so. I think that's. I think it's exactly what the Doom Patrol episode is gonna be about. Just kind of, kind of like exactly how it was in the Teen Titans cartoon, right? Yeah, and the fourth season fourth or fifth season that's uh heavily on beast boy yeah so i i think that's exactly what's going to happen there Woo, backstory for those who don't know <laughs> <laughs> what was a story that you wanted to go to uh there's actually two um one of them is man and i feel bad i can't pronounce his name and i don't want to you know butcher it but uh the young actor who plays uh, Kid Flash, uh, Kenyon uh, Lonsdale. Right. He took a uh, selfie on set Legends of Tomorrow, and it says Last Salvation Sal- uh, Saloon. So, do you think that confirms that Jonah Hex will be making a return? I would say that's a good, very good bet. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Why else would they show that uh, particular, be at that particular set, unless they were? Un- I mean, I mean, unless they were going to be bringing in Jonah Hex again, which. 
will know, as we talk about tonight's episode or this week's past week's episode, that Rip Hunter has gone on, gone missing again. He's escaped from the Time Masters, and uh, what better place for him to go hide is but with a friend in Joan Hex, you know? Back in the wild, wild west. That's right. Uh, also talking about Legends of Tomorrow, um, John Noble, who's been doing the voice of Malice, uh, they have uh, announced that he will also be playing a live-action character some point later in the season. And uh, I, I didn't quite understand what they were saying about his character, that he's this live-action character that he's going to be playing. I guess it's going to be kind of a, a hyper, or I don't know, hyper, but... Uh, hyper, uh, exaggerated for, uh, version of himself, I think, is what I read. All right. That doesn't make much sense either. I mean, especially since we haven't seen him. Well, I mean, it's going to be, I think, uh, I think that what they were trying to say was, uh, uh, exaggerated version of the, of the actor, John Noble. Okay. Like, cause I mean, he's been in some things and he's been, I mean, he's obviously in Lord of the Rings. He was in fringe for the longest time. Uh, so he's got, he's got the clout. I just don't know why he'd play an exaggerated version of himself. Maybe I was just reading that wrong, but, uh, it, I don't know. I mean, otherwise the only thing that I could see is that he'll be playing a, a person that will eventually have the soul or have the demon inside of him. So, malice is inside of him or maybe he was the first person to have malice in him i don't know okay and you had another legends of tomorrow story um mine was actually uh flash oh oh well last thing i want to say about legends tomorrow then before we we switch over is that uh they have they have wrapped for this season too they have finished um uh filming everything they're going to film for this season so the end of season three of Legends of Tomorrow is going to be coming pretty soon. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, but isn't Supergirl coming back in like April though? Uh, I mean, that's pr- yeah, probably. I mean, I I don't know exactly how many episodes they have left, but is it was it all the way in April? I thought it was May. I thought it or, was April when Supergirl's coming back and finishing in May. Well, I guess no. You're probably right. I was I was for some reason I'm thinking May comes before April. No, yeah, you're you're right because it's February and March will be Legends tomorrow, and that's only eight episodes, or not even eight, okay. six episodes. Okay, that actually, that's right. We watch them by week, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, seems a lot longer than it really is. Yeah, so yeah, there we go. You and what were you gonna say about Flash? So basically, and I don't know how I feel about this, but I mean, it's awesome that Jay Garrick. And uh, that Jesse Quick are coming back, but they're coming back to help, you know, Barry um, save the city from a nuclear explosion. Didn't we just finish that two episodes, maybe three episodes ago? I mean, wasn't that the season finale of season one? Oh, that's true. If you think about it, yeah. I mean, is I mean, it, I, I mean, the side characters, you know, basically. Stopped another nuclear explosion from happening. Fair enough. I, I yeah, you're right. Uh, it's just, I, I Central City kind of becomes a character in itself in that show, and they constantly have to save it. So, I, I feel like they're once again running out of ideas. Yeah, it's probably true. 
but you know i'm happy that they're coming back and hopefully you know we get some more you know explanation as to why jay left and also why jesse also left so further explanation do we think that well do we know when they're coming back when what their episode is the article says it is oh actually doesn't say what episode it is yeah i didn't think it did and then do we know what episode it is that uh kid... oh sorry uh 15th episode of season four it's called flash time yeah but do you know when that's gonna air march 6th march so 6th okay two weeks do you know when the episode that Kenyon lonsdale is gonna be joining legends tomorrow um, I think it's supposed to be next week. Hmm. Okay. So then they're gonna just miss each other. So I was, yeah. I was wondering if maybe like he's gonna see Jesse and then get upset and then just like fuck it, I'm gonna go run away and join the legends. That could be another thing too. But I mean, not if they're not gonna join up until the episode afterwards, right? So, uh, I, I, why would you need three speedsters? Do you think to stop a nuclear bomb? So they enter a new sort of uh, dimension, I guess is the best way to call it. And um, it's called... So, yeah, it's called, same same as the title, Flash Time, a state where they move so fast that everything else seems to stop. Oh, Okay. So I guess so I guess it's more advanced than the Speed Force. I don't know. Is that a new thing? That's not something that I'm familiar with. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard it either. <laughs> so um, it, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting thing to have to take in, I guess. Yeah. Um. Do you think DeVoe is the one that's going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to blow up Star City now? I, once again, I, I don't know exactly what DeVoe's plans are. I don't understand his plans. I don't know where it is that he's going. So it, it could be. Why? I mean, what would be the big point of blowing up uh, Central City, though? Uh, very escape from prison. The only way I can kill him is by killing him and everyone else he loves by blowing up a whole city. But that's not supposed to be his... his his master plan he's supposed to have wanted to help the world for some reason or i i don't know the the devote character which i think is very um interesting and and refreshing as opposed to another speedster is is kind of losing itself for me like it, it it it's getting too convoluted like in or wrapping up in itself of of uh i guess gathering powers now and we we're not getting enough details of what his overall plan is i guess is what i'm getting at right and he started off as a really great character and now obviously he became too power hungry and he just has to destroy everything around him or consume everything around him right so it's getting old real quick so uh all right. Well, it, next thing I wanted to talk about was the hundredth episode of Shield, Agents of Shield. Some uh, details were released. Do you want to hear them? Yes, yes, I do. For those who need a refresher, Coulson made a deal to be possessed by the spirit of vengeance, so he could take down Ada. 
but it's been it's since been unclear what debt uh, Coulson would have had to uh, would have to pay in return. However, viewers know that Coulson is now apparently dying as a future yo-yo revealed to her past self that the Team Shield must let him die to prevent the end of the world. Could his uh, his mysterious illness be a result of this deal with Ghost Rider? We will find out soon. So, uh, yeah, the hundredth episode. Fans uh, who hope that a hundredth episode will contain something that will be a cataclysmic event or a gigantically re- resonant event for their feels after one hundred episodes will not be disappointed. Well, I hope it's just not all hype. You know how um, the guy that plays Colson was like, "Oh yeah, you know the episode I directed. There's a lot of bloodshed and gore everywhere." <laughs> I mean, it was, but it wasn't anybody of significance. And then the very next episode, they brought back what's your face. So yeah, whoever they kill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I forget what her name is. Tessa. Yeah, Tessa. Tessa. Okay. And we'll talk about that more when we talk about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode uh, in a little bit. But I I almost, I actually, to be honest, I had forgotten that he had made a deal with the with the Spirit of Vengeance. I remembered, so I was happy. I was like, oh, now it's biting him in the ass. <laughs> and uh, also, I mean, the they showed some, there's some photos here from the uh, 100th episode, and one of the photos has has Deke in it. Really? Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Seeing as how last we saw of him, he was getting blown up in the lighthouse. Yeah, that's exactly what I remember too. <laughs> and we know he didn't have the the suit to to be wearing because Flint was wearing it, but we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> um Last story I wanted to talk about is one that we've been kind of following uh, for a little bit now because uh, it's a show that we both enjoy. I would say we both still enjoy as opposed to a lot of other people who I talk to seem to have jumped off the show and and for some reason just don't like it anymore. I don't understand why, but it's The Walking Dead. And as we were showing, we we had seen earlier this year, uh, Lauren Cohen has been in like contract negotiations with amc over you know what she should be paid and uh she's not happy with the fact that she's getting paid less than uh the other male um cast members yeah and um she's been asking for a raise for the past three seasons and they said okay we'll talk about it we'll negotiate and it hasn't happened so i can understand where her frustration is coming from um and the whole you know her shopping around you know for other shows to join and be a part of you know where she can make up that difference or you know get better pay right that was um that was the story that came out a couple weeks ago that she uh had been shopping around to other pilots because other networks other pilots because i guess right now is what the hollywood industry would call pilot season and you know a lot of shows that are looking to get made either for the summer, next fall, stuff like that. They're going to be shooting their pilot episodes so they can go take it to the networks and see, hey, uh, you know, this is a new show, blah, blah, blah. Well, she was she was looking around to see a new show, and it looks like she's landed one. 
over at ABC, she has landed a drama, uh, 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 looks like police procedural drama uh, called Whiskey Cavalier. And it's going to be starring her and Scott Foley. And here's the, uh, I guess the, I, I just had it a second ago. Uh, the plot synopsis for what Whiskey Cavalier is. Okay, Whiskey Cavalier starring Scandals Scott Foley is described as a high-octane, hour-long action dramedy that follows the adventures of tough but tender FBI super agent Will Chase, codenamed Whiskey Cavalier, who, following an emotional breakup, is assigned to work with badass CIA operative Francesca Frankie Townbridge, codenamed Fiery Tribune. Together, they... They lead an interagency team of flawed, funny, heroic spies who periodically save the world and each other while navigating the rocky roads of friendship, romance, and office politics. And uh, Lauren Cohen would be, would be playing Frankie, uh, a.k.a. Francesca Town- Trowbridge, a.k.a. Fiery Tribune. So it sounds like it's a little bit comedy, a little bit drama, a little bit action. So we're doing a... Uh modern get smart uh i don't know if um scott foley is going to be pulling off comedy as well as uh well either scott or scott uh steve carell or the original oh i feel terrible for not knowing his name but yeah the original was a lot funnier than the the steve carell one and i don't think that scott foley can pull off the that kind of comedy but, I mean, just from the synopsis, that's what it, sound, it sounded like to me. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's going to be spy agency shenanigans and, and tomfoolery and stuff like that. So you're not too far off. Um, however, it says, you know, it goes on to say that if she does come to an agreement with The Walking Dead, there's a few possibilities that could that could happen. She could... You know, uh, uh, does not have okay. With The Walking Dead already renewed for a ninth season, Cohen does not have a deal in place to return to the AMC series. Sources say, "Oh wait, did I not go to the right place?" This oh, here it is. The situation could play out in one of three ways. Cohen leaves The Walking Dead after season eight. Cohen resigns to return, uh, resigns to re- to return for season nine as a regular. Whiskey Cavalier moves forward and Cohen either returns for a handful of episodes or walks away from the franchise entirely, or the pilot doesn't go to the series and Cohen opts to leave or return in either a full-time or limited capacity. AMC declined to rec- to comment. And this is all on the, the Hollywood reporter. Yeah. And they're pretty, pretty good. I mean, uh, it could be a whole Heath situation where he disappears. He gets his own TV show. And we still don't hear from him. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure that, that that 24 series that he was on canceled. So yeah, I'm pretty sure too. It lasted one season. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. Know, yeah, I don't even know if it went the whole season or not. But yeah, um, I don't know. How do you feel about it if Lauren Cohen doesn't return for season nine? Uh, just you know, they they spent the past two seasons just building her up. And for her to just not come back, that to me, you know, just seems like a bad move. I mean, with the end of last season when she was pretty much at death's doorway, or was that two seasons ago? 
That was two. No, that was no two seasons ago. Okay, yeah, when she was pregnant, and yeah, when when Glenn died, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, she was. It, it already seemed like she was gonna die. Yes, she is taking on more of a role of the leader for, especially for the hilltop, and which is awesome. I, I'm all for that, but. I, I like I've been saying. I think the show needs to come to an end now. It, either season nine or season ten. If you can make it all the way to season ten, then great. But that means you're gonna have to start killing off, ca- uh, you know, cast members, and you know, it's really gonna affect. It will. I mean, you have to keep Daryl for the last one to be killed because apparently people really are really you know really love Daryl, but they will riot. They will riot. <laughs> I think you just have to, you know, accept it that this isn't this isn't a world where people get to live to be old. It's just not. So, uh, you know, having people get killed off as long as they're killed off in a way that's you know heroic and respectful and you know rememberable, rememberable, memorable. Uh, that it's 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 gonna be great for me. I just don't want someone to be like, uh, you know, just a I don't know, a, a brush off death. You're so hopeful. And you know that all the, sh- all the characters on the show and that the show will survive. Yay. <laughs> Why do you have to be so grim about everything? <laughs> I don't know. Just, just damn. I, I understand that people do have to die. You said it yourself that this is the, you know, cable networks, you know, version of game of Thrones, but yeah, actually, no. No, actually, if I try to defend it, it's not going to work since I said it's, you know, uh, Game of Thrones for cable. So <laughs> <laughs> everyone will die. Nobody's safe. We've learned that over the past few years that no one is safe on the show. Uh, yeah, no, that's 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 correct. No one's safe. So, so yeah, you gave it the perfect summary. Game <laughs> of Thrones for cable. All right, was there any other news stories that you wanted to talk about? No, that's it. All right, let's go ahead and get right into uh, Black Lightning. Or no, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or no, not Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm sorry, Legends of Tomorrow. That's the show I was trying to look for. <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, uh, the episode uh, is the return of John Constantine to the CW. Man, I just really enjoyed that show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we need to give this guy his own spinoff series on the CW or make him a permanent member of the legends. I would definitely love to see him as a permanent member of the legends. I did not know that John Constantine was bisexual. And apparently that was a thing that happened after new 52. Yeah. Um, I read a couple of articles. I was like, wow, that happened too. And like, I mean, I don't have a problem. No. Um, and you know, I had actually forgotten about that. And you know, when he started hitting on, I think it was uh Rory or no Leo. Oh yeah. Leo. Um, I found that, I found that hilarious, which I thought was weird. Cause in this episode, Leo, like he kind of shrugs off Constantine's, uh, you know, flirting and he's like, Hey, I'm taken. And he like, and, 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 and stuff like that. But didn't we already say that in the, the crossover episode, he was flirting with, um, white canary. Yeah. So 
I don't know. That was weird. But uh, but then Constantine ends up hooking up with Sarah later, anyways. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> In the most random way possible. But it worked. So I want to say one thing is that Legends of Tomorrow, like, I think we both agree that it's probably the the best show out of the four right now, uh, or the five, just because it's so much fun and it doesn't take itself so seriously. But I love the fact that it trolls Marvel movies, like, so bad. <laughs> because if you remember, when Civil War was about to come out, they had their episode of uh, The Atom, Ray Palmer, um, growing large for the first time. And right. so essentially they got that to be out on air before Civil War came out where Ant-Man did the exact same thing. Now they had an asylum episode where, you know, very much horror stuff happens and they got that out before uh, Marvel's new or Fox's new mutants came out, which is supposed to be a horror movie set in an asylum. And if we know that the, the new mutants movie was supposed to come out like, pretty soon i believe but now it got moved all the way till uh february of next year yeah (laughs) so if it had come out when it was supposed to come out that was totally them being like ha we got it done before you did damn (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point so that's what i'm just saying i just like the fact that they see they seem to be going around just trolling marvel like hey we get it done before you do and they're doing a good job. They are. This episode was creepy because uh, when I was a little kid, I could not watch The Exorcist. And I still, to this day, cannot watch that movie. So this episode was creepy as hell. <laughs> it definitely had the uh, big parts of The Exorcist in it. I mean, she even spins her head around at one point. Yep, in the coffee shop. Yeah, that's right, in the coffee shop. Which, I have to say, um, I I get it, Zari, that you don't like, you know, the whole prison asylum kind of thing, but she was in there for a reason. Obviously, we we eventually find out that it's a bad reason because the nurse is working with uh, fucking Damien Dark, but you can't just take someone out of a fucking uh, an asylum and just take them into public like that where... You know, when they when they've stopped taking their meds and stuff, and obviously it did not turn out well. Well, even Ray is like, you know, she's been off her meds for a day. Are you sure caffeine's the best idea? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, that did not turn out well. What do you think of you know them going? Uh, the three of them was it Constantine, Leo, and Sarah going back in time to what was it the sixties? Yeah, it was the sixties. Yeah. I mean, the time of seasons, that's always a great song, but uh, <laughs> I actually wasn't expecting that. I was expecting them to go to maybe a demon world or somewhere else or, they, or you know, them maybe in um, some sort of uh, purgatory, you know, and they had to solve their way out, not actually just going back in time. There had to have been some significance to the 60s, though, right? Yeah, I don't know what though. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if they just needed to see the younger version of that of that nurse or something. Maybe. That's the only thing that I could think of, but um Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought that it was great to 
see them uh, somewhat working together, except for Rory, who <laughs> was watching a, a a a bowl game, which was weird because it's so late in the in the year. But you know, maybe their year is different. Anyways, uh, one of the teams that I couldn't make out what the other team's name was, but one of the teams that was playing was Boo Valley State. And the way that it was uh, initialized in the the little graphic at the bottom was BVS. And I was like, is that supposed to be like a Batman v Superman like kind of nod thing or what? Because I know that in – I believe that when they were – when you do – when you watch um, Dark Knight Rises, that the football team that Gotham is playing is Blue Valley. Okay. Which Blue Valley in the DC Universe is where – Wally West is from, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they were hinting at it. All right. Yeah. So there's a there's a couple things thrown in there right, right you know, at that moment. Man, uh, dude, what? How? Uh, how much of a father do you have to be to be like, hey, I love you. Don't trust them, but trust me. Yeah, it's gonna be terrible, but you need to go back to the asylum. <laughs> I mean, he's—it's literally just to so that he can be resurrected later. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, but I mean, in a way, do you think that they change the past um, to the point that in the future, when they do encounter both of them together, that she'll take it easy on Zari and on Ray? Because she'll be like, oh, I remember you guys. You know, you guys were nice to me. I won't kill you or I won't hurt you as bad as the other guys. I don't know. That's a good question. Because other than that, I don't, I mean, just because I'm an optimist and I like to see good things happen. So maybe, you know, something like they'll have an interaction like that. Or maybe Zari and Ray will be, will be like, hey, you know, come to our side. You know, he was a terrible dad. Help us stop your dad. Hmm. It, yeah, that that could definitely happen. I mean, at this point, I honestly don't know what's going to happen because we got Malice and we got both of the Darks running around. Right. Exactly. That's a that's a lot of a lot of power running around right there. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of uh, Amaya and and Kawasa? Do you think I'm... that do you think Amaya should be giving? Is it Amaya or Mara? It's Amaya, Amaya, right? Amaya. Yeah. Uh, do you think that she should be giving Kuasa all this leeway, all this slack, or is she a, a villain through and through? I think she'll eventually see it her way. I think I don't think Amaya's gonna die, but I think the granddaughter is gonna die, and then Amaya's gonna be ter- feel terrible. Um, the granddaughter will probably have a change of heart at some point, but then it's gonna end up, you know, being her doom, and she's gonna end up dying. Hmm. Okay. And uh, was it uh, there? Was someone mentions the six totems. Oh, the six. That's right. That's what they keep saying. The the six, the six, the six. So they assume that it's the six totems. Amaya has the spirit one. Uh, Zari has the wind. Uh, Kuasa has water, which then leaves earth fire and then a sixth one that they don't know about what do you say what do you think is uh damien's totem oh that be wind 
No, that wouldn't be wind because Zari already has wind. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I I don't know if his totem fits in with the six that way, but I mean, his totem was death. Like the more people that died, the the stronger oh, that's he got. Right, the stronger he got. Yeah. So that might be the sixth one. It could be death. The unknown one that they don't know about. Right. Okay. But Sarah should know about that, shouldn't she? Yeah, she should since. Wait, should she? I don't know. Was she a part of all that when? When no, I think that's when Legends started. Oh, cause she it had already started when uh, when when um, because that's when uh, Laurel died. Yeah, Laurel died. Okay, yeah, but but she knew that it was like uh, she knew that it was uh, Damien Dark. I would assume that she would go and learn everything about Damien Dark after after that. But obviously, she didn't. Fair enough. Okay. And now she should. Yeah, and now she definitely should. So yeah, that could be the that could be the sixth uh, totem death. Okay. What do you think of uh, Constantine's advice? Just sounding like, hey, you know, you're working on some anti magic gun. You should probably keep at it until you know it becomes perfected and keep that around in case you know um, White Canary turns yeah. around. Yeah. So essentially, keep it around because you might have to turn it on White Canary. I think that's. That's interesting that that Constantine, you know, said that because he doesn't. It's like he doesn't trust her, which is weird. And another thing too is I thought that you know science and magic don't really go on hand in hand. They don't understand each other, so it wouldn't really exactly work. Well, I mean, that's how you you have to. De- it depends because sometimes, especially in comic books, they love to throw around the whole thing that magic is really just science that you don't understand, and if it's far enough advanced, like when you saw in Flash, uh, when Abracadabra came back in time and uh, messed around with, with Barry, you know, he was really just doing science, but because it's so advanced and Barry didn't understand it, it's essentially magic. So if Ray is smart enough and he can work on it long enough, he can create stuff that will eventually battle magic because it's the same. Okay. Uh, last question I, I think <laughs> there was a there was one more thing that I wanted to throw out there, but uh, I don't. I, what do you still think of my uh, my theory of uh, Nate and, and Amaya eventually go back in time to when Amaya is supposed to be and and he lives out his life with her? I can see it happening. They never mentioned who the granddad was. Yeah, they still haven't mentioned it, and I just I really feel like you know they haven't quite put a uh kibosh on the their relationship and they still have this you know back and forth that it could happen yeah they still care for each other so i can definitely see it happening yeah okay uh let's go ahead and move over to black lightning now oh and you know what i wanted to say is that uh a couple weeks ago when we were talking about flash you had mentioned you know, how does Barry get enough calories? And we didn't mention it when the episode came up, but it looks like he cheats at poker to get the <laughs> to get snacks and stuff that, that are enough calories for him he to. He everybody's cards. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's how he he gets his calorie intake? Yeah, because like, oh my God, I'll just put in. <laughs> that's right, pudding. That's what it was. <laughs> pudding, you know, it tastes better than it does outside. <laughs> Uh, okay, but Black Lightning. Uh, it looks like 
one thing we didn't talk about last week with Black Lightning was that he brought his sister in. Like, apparently his sister was a, or I'm sorry, Tobias Church's sister came to join him in Freeland. Whale. I'm sorry, Tobias Whale. That's going to happen all season. Thank you, Arrow. I just, <laughs> I just want that to be known. I'm going to say it probably another 500 times. <laughs> Tobias Whale brings his sister in, and uh, it looks like uh, he and his sister had a very, very bad upbringing. Not that that's an excuse to him being a bad guy now, but uh, it is somewhat of a backstory. One thing I wanted to tell you, talk to you about was the actor who plays Tobias Whale is doesn't have much of acting credits to his name before this. He has like one other thing, but he is a rapper. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a rapper, and I think um, I think he's from across the pond too. Really, I did not realize yeah. that. Yeah, and if he really is, I have to look into it. But I think that's something I read. He does a damn good job hiding his accent, too. Not only that, I think for someone who's not an actual actor, or at least not, uh, you know, known for acting, he actually does a really good job. He does. Yeah. He really, really does. And, uh, damn, he's terrifying sometimes. Very much so. But the the scene where he's sitting there and he's remembering, like, his father berating him and beating him and stuff, like, that was a very good scene. And I was wondering... I was thinking, like, why didn't they get a young child to play the younger version of him in that in that uh, flashback kind of thing? But I was wondering if it's just maybe too hard to find an albino child like that. Yeah, it could be. Um, but maybe that's something that he pushed out of his mind and his sister just reminded him. So, you know, he had to go back to that traumatization. Yeah, definitely. That could, that could definitely be it. Um. Uh, in this episode, uh, Jefferson is suffering from, I guess the, I would have to say probably the best, uh, analogy for what it is, is seizures. He's probably having some type of, uh, seizures in his brain from using his power so much. And maybe from the fact that he hadn't been using his powers for quite a while, was it nine years? Yeah, nine years. That's what the intro says every time. <laughs> so I would say that might be the the reason. Um, okay. Do you have a theory? I, I was just to say maybe it's like some sort of Spider-Man 2 thing where he's conflicted whether do I save the people or do I come home and be a family man and, you know, try to keep my, my ex-wife. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I, I'm going to be interested in how they end up correcting it. I, I almost assume that at some point you're they're probably going to do some type of uh, electroshock therapy to like reset his brain, reset his powers, kind of thing, just for so the you, the aesthetic of the look. So you don't think uh, Gamby, you know, was telling the truth? He's like, oh, you know, the reason why you know you don't have the stamina is because you know this device here has been faulty the whole time. Uh, no, I think that was more of him trying to stall him because he didn't want him to go out. Which was a good idea on his part. Right, because obviously we see what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly don't think what, another reason as to why you know he's losing his powers you know, all the time or having these seizures or just collapsing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really understand why either. It's just a foil that they're throwing in there. Um Maybe so. This kind of brings us to another part of the story: is uh, his daughter Anissa. 
mm-hmm. is coming into her own as a superhero. Should we see her go on the superhero outfit, you know, um, search? And uh, the one uh, interesting fact, the one that she ends up on is uh, very much the look that she had when she first appeared in The Outsiders. Okay. Yeah, as a... I think it's called. I think it's just called the Outsiders. It might be called Batman and the Outsiders, but uh, she wears a blonde wig. She has a blue and red suit, and she now they haven't obviously in the show they haven't really de- defined what her powers are. She, in, in the show, she has to hold her breath, and she can uh, hit really strong, like she can hit things hard and stuff like that. However, in the and I said this before in the comic book. I don't remember the holding the breath part, but she can change her density. So her mass uh, increases or decreases while her vo- her size stays the same. So, you know, it, essentially when you get punched with her fist, it's it's like being punched by a, a wrecking ball. All right. And that, I mean, that would make sense, too. At, and at this point, she doesn't fully understand her powers yet either. No, exactly. Do you think that mid-season, or do you think it's going to be season finale when, you know, uh, Black Lightning finds out that his daughter has these powers? I don't think they're going to have a mid-season because they only have the the the, the nine episodes or whatever. Uh, oh, okay. Or ten oh, episodes. Super or, short. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what they do, though. Uh, the first season of Flash, the first season of Arrow, the first season of Legends were all uh you know half a season because they do they always start their shows on the on the the spring side of the season the only one that was different was supergirl because that started on cbs but yeah yeah they the first season is always half a season and uh i honestly think that at the end of the season he probably will he'll he'll be at the point where he's like having problems with his powers and it's really killing him so he has to hide, hang up his tights, but then he finds out that his daughter has powers, and maybe you find out that his other daughter also has powers, and he has to train them. So do you think that he's going to be taking on some thugs, lose his breath, and then Anissa's going to come down and, you know, kick some butt, save him, and then he's like, oh my god, you're my daughter? That definitely could happen. That could be that could be the, the scenario as it, as it, it plays out. Okay. Uh, also, uh, we did see that Jennifer knows how to, uh, handle herself. Yeah. She, uh, two, two girls, uh, you know, ganged up on her and she definitely kicked their butts. <laughs> and that's the, I, I loved what happened in the episode because in the fact that she is a dumb teenager, she doesn't tell her parents what happened and she is in the right. She, she did exactly what she should have done because, they were the ones that started the fight and ganged up on her and she defended herself. So she's in the right, but she didn't tell her parents. So now they're blindsided by the fact that her mom comes and says, Hey, my daughter's wrist is broken because your daughter beat her up. And now it looks like she's the bad person when she wasn't. So every time she's sitting there, like, I don't understand why I'm getting in trouble. It's like, yes, you do. You should have said something. It's dumb that you didn't say something. And, uh, so you're asking if I agree. I mean, when I was a teenager, um, you know, me and my cousins, we would do stupid stuff. And, of course, we wouldn't tell our parents, but we would later brag about it. And then, you know, we would get caught. So I guess it's just a different thing um, nowadays. But I, I don't really think she was wrong 
either. I'm just going to take her defense and be like, no, they didn't ask. Obviously, she didn't come home with any bruises or anything. And I and the two girls attacked her, so I think she was on the right to defend herself. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we'll, we'll both agree on that uh, at the at the least. But I think that's uh, that's obviously showing that in the future we could probably see her as lightning. Uh, but her, her the, what, what she eventually becomes in the comic books. And I'm surprised that, you know, the mom didn't say anything when she's like, oh, yeah, dad taught me how to defend myself. <laughs> well, I mean, a young girl learning, knowing to, how to defend herself is not a bad thing. Uh, but, yes, the fact that dad is also a superhero is the bad part, at least in her mind. I think that is also going to come up later on when uh, – when, because you have Jefferson coming in and talking about how your sin of omission is the big is the big problem. Eventually, when his daughter finds out that he's also Black Lightning, she's going to throw that in his face a lot. Yeah, especially her. Oh yeah, especially her. <laughs> now, one thing I wanted to say about the mom or the wife is that at the point where she is like tending over him as because she's a doctor and he's you know sick, she throws it in his face about like. Uh, being Black Lightning again like she didn't know and I mean we know that she knows so I didn't understand that scene it kind of like it seemed weird maybe it was for Gamby to kind of feel bad but like yeah you know I've been keeping this from my ex-wife after I told her I wasn't going to do it anymore but we, but he, she saw him at the, the, the rally where the kid got shot and the, the reverend got shot she saw <sighs> Black true. Lightning so, yeah so you're right it doesn't make sense <laughs> So I I don't know that I th- I just thought it was a very weird scene. Was uh, there anything else about Black Lightning you wanted to get into? So um, yeah, I just want to say that uh, the B side is that um, um, Anissa you know was digging around looking at old articles. Oh, that's right. And just to you know be the whole cliche thing, you think that the news reporter is going to get killed after Anissa figures everything out? Yeah, exactly. I mean is she thinks she's looking into the fact that her she how she got powers because she doesn't understand she doesn't know that her father also has powers do you think that what we're actually discovering here is how black lightning got his powers so you think he was one of the experimented teenagers yes okay then yeah it could make sense she could put it together she's smart and be like oh my god you're black lightning yeah i think uh we'll find out that maybe that's the reason why his dad was looking into it all those years ago is because he was one of the ones that was experimented on. And last thing, do you think Tobias is the one that uh, either got all those kids killed or do you think he's the one that started the experimentation? Because we found out that he was part of an experiment as well. That's right. And Gamby even said something about like, you know, you'll never age or you'll live forever or something like that. And yeah, uh, because this also helps explain that why, um, Black Lightning thinks that he killed Tobias and I mean doesn't quite explain why Tobias thinks he killed Black Lightning. But they kind of explained that in the last episode with the the coroner kind of lying about it. Body. <laughs> yeah. So, uh yeah, and we already talked about that whose body was it? Uh so yeah, there. Uh anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Let's go ahead and talk about the mid-season finale of Agents of Shield. I don't know if my my heart can take it. 
<laughs> uh, once again, we had quite quite some of the deaths, or at least we thought we did. Uh, For, um, I guess, like, basic cable. I mean, even with a Nintendo, you get this channel. I just say, holy crap, this episode was dark, man. <laughs> Would you, I, I liked it when... Um, Fitz had set up that trap for those Cree guys that come running through and just slices through their heads. And <laughs> and uh, uh, Simmons is like, "You did this? You set this up?" And he's like, "Yeah, I gotta. We have to have. We have to show them that there's no. There's not a good reason to follow us. Like we we want to scare them away from following us." I was like, "Yeah, that would do it." <laughs> yep. And uh, definitely, he learned that you know by being in the framework. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, he is uh, <laughs> taking some of those lessons to heart. Yep. <laughs> um. Uh, but what did you think about uh, Cassius's own seer? Oh my god! And this is what I'm talking about, dude. Holy crap, man! I and you know we had this debate when we last talked about it that you know I thought it was just gonna be the guy that you know could see the future or like, read minds. Nah, it's gonna, yeah, read minds. You're like, nah, it's gonna be somebody we know, and you were right. But holy crap, dude, that was so hard to watch <sighs> to find a you know old yo-yo who was missing limbs and was you know kept the prisoner. Right, and she's. I mean, it. The looks at her, looks of her, even though she's missing her hands, she doesn't look like she's that much older than the yo-yo that we have. So that would mean in that timeline, at some point, she dies pretty close, pretty soon. Um, I would assume that it has it has something to do with the whole Coulson dying or not dying and Quake blowing up the Earth. But that, I mean, once again, it's the whole what it's only it's only seventy years in the future or something like that. It's something I I always keep thinking it's like a couple hundred years, but it's not that far. And uh, uh, Cassius must have came by and picked up Yo-Yo not too long ago. And if what Tess says is true, he just he just keeps Yo-Yo on ice and then brings her back to life, like right then, like when he brought Tess back to life. So maybe I maybe you know since we're seeing different bits of uh, history and you know reality, what if Mac? failed to save yo-yo he captured yo-yo and that's the yo-yo that he's using from that timeline Ooh, that's... it could have gone so many different ways yeah it really could and the fact that like yo-yo the future yo-yo the one okay the the handless yo-yo is sitting there like uh it doesn't matter what i say because everything i say it just becomes an echo and i know it doesn't work out right <laughs> like that was so disheartening like it totally zaps all the hope out of what they're going to try and do when they go back to their present time yeah and i think that also implies with the whole you know you do one thing but it creates you know butterfly effect and that happens this happens oh but you try to stop it, and then you know butterfly effect over here yeah exactly so i was wondering if uh, i don't i don't know if you read house of m or not oh my god yes okay so you know there's the one character layla miller in there mm-hmm. how uh she kind of is the one that uh makes it so that everybody remembers uh what the real world was like before house of m 
And then later on in the Marvel Universe, they kind of give her a explanation of why she knows everything. And it happens to be like a time travel loop thing where her future self came back and told her younger self. And that's why she knows she doesn't really even have a mutant power at all. But I don't know. It gets really confusing. But I think that's kind of what they were trying to do there is that uh, Handless Yo-Yo tells Han. Yeah. To you know what what's going to happen or what's trying about to happen and and now Yo-Yo our Yo-Yo is you know stuck with the decision of whether or not she's going to stop Coulson from doing what he's going to do. She's really stubborn and headstrong, so I think she's going to tell everybody like, no, we can't save Coulson. And I think Coulson is a type of guy like, all right, I'm your leader, I'm your captain this is the best thing, you know, the best scenario to go with. Don't bother saving me. Yeah. And I mean, obviously whatever, if his, we will, we know now that he's dying and that's the reason why he's grooming, uh, Daisy, Daisy to be the new leader, which I thought that was such a great line. He's like, she's like, you taught me to fight. This is what I, you know, this is what I have to do. And he's like, no, May taught you to fight. I taught you to lead. And he shoots her. I was like, that was a good fucking line. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the last, uh, the later half of this season plays out with knowing yes. what they know. Do you agree with Daisy that she should have just stayed behind so that there's a there's not the possibility of her cracking the earth open? Or well, you did bring up an interest, interesting theory, you know, because you're like, well, you know, Quake and Flint, what if they combine their powers and the world blows up? Now they got Flint and now they got Daisy. So, yeah, I think it was the right move for her to be like, nah, I should just stay here to prevent this from happening. Right. But Flint didn't go with them into the past. So oh, that's right. So, you know, once again, that that separates the, the theory and and. I don't know if Gravitonium is going to have anything to do with it anymore because that's no longer in play because that blew up with the with the satellite. Yeah, you're right. And then another thing I did want to um, talk about too is, you know, how one of the flashbacks, Yo-Yo's like, well, it doesn't matter. Mac's gone. He's not coming back. Right. Do you think that they had just come back from, you know, the future? That was a past and Mac got killed by Cassius? Ooh, that's a... That's... That's interesting. I don't know. That could have happened. Because uh, they had their fight. He almost got killed. He did almost get killed. But the interference came from Simmons, which then made it so that he could kill Cassius. So I would say no. Now, if the in- interference had come from our yo-yo, like she ran in there and stopped it, which that's where I really thought was confusing is like, where was she? Where was our yo-yo during this whole thing? When he thinks that, you know, he thinks that our yo-yo is the one that, Cassius kills where was she during this whole thing was she just running around or what like if she was running around she should have been able to she should have gone there a lot quicker exactly so that's why I'm wondering what it was she was up to at that point uh the other thing is that we don't I mean when they're when the the whole when the obelisk is opening up Simmons Yo-Yo and Mac aren't there yet but we have to assume that they they all make it back, right? Right. And then, you know, Coulson's like, well, we're not going to leave anybody behind. So what would have happened if, you know, they weren't there? 
I mean, <laughs> it would go with the whole fit saying that they're cursed because once again, the two of them are separated. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but uh, but the bigger thing is the whole Deke of it all. You know how how is it that he is in that those promo pictures with if uh, he should have died right next to Enoch, which was a that was kind of a heart heart string wrenching sacrifice right there. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, I gotta sacrifice myself so they can make it back. You know, oh by the way, if I do this, you gotta sacrifice yourself too. Yeah, because you're going to be atomized. (laughs) At least it'll be quick and painless. Yeah, it should have been. (laughs) Uh, Maybe Deke ends up getting powers and he ends up surviving? I guess that's that's a possibility. I mean, maybe they figured out a way to to grab him since it's supporting... Uh, obelisk anyways I, I don't know It's it, I, I'm going to be interested in how they, they pull that one off yeah same here um, um, I did want to say one thing is that you know the, the very end of the episode you have Tess giving Flint the little model of the earth and she says look this is this is your blueprint do you think he's actually powerful enough to pull all of the earth back together he needs some training man um, you know Simmons was walking him through how to use his powers at the very beginning he's not going to be able to do it all by himself but i mean the fact that he was able to pull the obelisk together like in that way was i mean in the, he's only had his powers for a couple days i think that was pretty impressive i mean yeah it's probably going to take a little while before he can do a whole earth but is he that powerful do you think okay i'll give all right with some training and a couple of days and maybe a couple of years he can do it but Okay, so say he pieces the earth back together, what then? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> uh I would I don't know. I, I don't know how if if like humans went to other areas of the galaxy, um or if the only thing only ones that are left are the ones that were that are in the 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 troller right now or trawler or whatever it's called. And I have another follow up question. I mean, do you think that you know, we're, so when the show comes back, do you think we're going to be doing a time jump? Um, half of the episode's going to do, you know, present time, and then the other half's going to, you know, deal with the present with Flint. I mean, with sorry, the future with Flint. No, I don't. I think that we've we they, we're done with the the future characters. I think we're not going to see Flint again until uh, the season finale. The season finale when they then when they either have when they more than likely have solved the problem and stopped. Uh, quake from blowing up the earth or the earth cracking and then you'll see a flash to the future and be like how none of the, none of those things ever happened and you just see like a young flint with his mom and dad kind of thing okay and then um the other question is what you know i know we're going to find out in episode 100 you said at the beginning of the episode well, what do you think is the deal that Coulson cut with, you know, Ghost Rider? That's a good question. So in this show, we we know Robbie Reyes has had the, the, the demon. Mac has had the demon. And Coulson has had the demon in him, right? Yep. So right now, I mean, the only deal that the demon would really want would be like, I would want another host, right? So if he already has a host in Robbie Reyes, why would... Why would that have? What would that have anything to do with 
with uh, Colson. Like, do, does he think that Colson's a better host? So he says, like, you know, Colson's like, look, if you do this for me, I'll be your host, uh, and I won't fight you on it. Does I mean, do you do you really feel that Robbie Reyes fights him on it? No. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't know. That's that's a very interesting question. Do you think that, you know, uh, Coulson does have that much of a vendetta that he just wants to kill so many people, though, or get that much revenge? I don't think he wants to get the revenge. I think he just wants he or that he knows that the the spirit of vengeance wants the revenge. So if it ends up being back in space and in the future, Coulson can become the cosmic ghost rider. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe uh, if if the spirit can split itself from Reyes, like to so that Robbie Reyes also has the spirit in him, and then also Coulson. So there's two different Ghost Riders going on at the same time. That that could be a thing. Damn, make Coulson even more OP. He's basically, <laughs> really OP right now. He really is. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, that could definitely be a thing. Uh, did you anything else you wanted to say about this episode? Uh, no, but I mean, the show comes back in a couple of weeks. Uh, what are you looking forward to? I am from the mid season. I mean, I'm really looking forward to, uh, well, one seeing who survived and then two, why it is that I'm, I'm ready for them to figure out why it is that quake is the one that breaks the earth or doesn't break the earth. Okay. And um, I know that they're bringing back, uh, bringing back a classic villain, so I want to know what his full purpose is going to be. Do you know which which villain? I actually uh, forgot the name. I did look at the article, though. Huh. So, uh, didn't you uh, also post an article? We both posted articles about it. We did? I, I don't know. Yes. I, I forgot. It's, it's, it must have been so long ago. Oh, yeah, but I do want to see it. Yeah, we have to, you know, when uh, they bring him back, I hope it's a, it's someone, it's something that's good. I hope so too. I'm looking up, looking it up really quick. Okay, uh, so I just want to say that uh, this this season of Agents of Shield, I've really enjoyed. I really don't know if if that article that I posted about the 100th episode is implying that you know the show is coming to an end. Maybe because, you know, ABC hasn't renewed it for another season or Disney wants it to come over to its streaming, se- you know, streaming channel when it does. It, so that's that's what I'm kind of uh, afraid of. I'm sad that the show might not be going on. Yeah, I have a feeling just because the season has been so grim. I have a feeling that the Earth really is going to blow up and, you know, that's the end of the series. Yeah, that 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 would be a really yeah. grim ending. <laughs> yeah, that would be some shit the for the Avengers to come back to after fighting Thanos. Be like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, but it's in the same universe, so never mind. Exactly. Oh, the Absorbing Man is coming. That's right. The Absorbing Man is coming back. Uh, yeah, you know that they might use him to find Gravitonium, and that might be the reason why. Because you know he can sense the different metals and stuff. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Cool. Uh, all right. So if anybody has any opinions on any of the shows that we talked about this week or any of the stories that we talked about this week, we'd love to hear from you. 
I'm on Twitter as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Daniel's also on Twitter as super commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page. And check out our website, geekeliteradio.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.